2: Recorded live.
3: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Truth Seeker, and you're now tuned in to the Mythesis Podcast. We're going to have a great time tonight. I'm going to be speaking with Dwayne Hartman, and um, it's going to to be good. It's going to be good because we're going to be dealing with healing. We're going to be dealing with inner balance hypnotherapy, and we're going to find out what that is. And so there's so much to go into with uh, Brother Dwayne here in a few minutes. First of all, want to get all the updates out the way let you guys know what I have going on personally, so you guys can come check out everything that I'm doing. Uh, in September, September 25th, 6th, and 7th, I will be at Furtherfest um, doing a concert. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll be doing a full set there. So anybody wants to come up there and spend the weekend with us, we're going to be camping out. We're going to be performing in this huge uh, dome that they got going on. There's going to be workshops going. Throughout the whole weekend, yoga, um, everything that you can think of, man, dealing with spirituality and healthy living and things like that, I'm going to be putting on a workshop as well speaking about manifesting your reality, and uh, we're going to be speaking about the power of the spoken word. So you guys definitely, if you don't have anything to do and you guys want to meet me, come up here, let's make it happen, the whole weekend, 25th, 6th, and 7th of September, Nashville, Tennessee. FurtherFest.com, you can get tickets there. It's going to be awesome. We do this podcast every Monday night, and um, I'm thankful for all of you guys who come in and and tune in live, and thankful for all of the subscribers and people who have partnered with us at the website, Mythicist.me. We couldn't do this without you, and you guys um, are a huge help in helping me create this portal to bring everyone together, to make this happen, to get the information out, and uh, we're going to continue to do it. So if you like what you hear on the podcast, if you believe in the work that we're doing, head over to the website, mythicist.me, and you can become a partner. You can access the second hour, and you get tons of stuff we're trying to get out there for uh, just a simple membership. We're doing the monthly webinars, which... This month's webinar is coming up this Saturday, August the 22nd. We're going to be do, uh, doing a exercise with holotropic pranic breathing with John Congo. I've done several sessions with the brother. He's amazing. Uh, we had him on for one of the first webinars that we did, but there was some um, uh, difficulties with the audio uh, echoing and things like that. So we had to work out some of the bugs and it's it's uh, definitely something that I didn't want to pass up, and I wanted to have it in the archives for you guys. So you guys can catch us live once a month doing the live webinars, and if you aren't able to make it live, they're going to be in the archives. So all of the past webinars and people that we've brought on to host the webinar, you'll be able to catch that in the archives with the membership and everything. So, again, huge thank you to all of the partners and everyone who believes in the work that we are doing And uh, we've come a long way, and there's some amazing things ahead of us. So with that being said, all of that out the way, tonight we're going to get into some good discussion. We always want to open up the phone lines for you guys. If if anyone wants to call in, anybody wants to get into the dialogue, if you have any questions for Dwayne or myself, tonight is the night that you're able to do that. You can call in, ask us any questions, get some stuff off your chest, whatever it is, hit us up. I'm going to give you the phone number right now. We'll open, open up the lines in the second hour. So the phone number is 724-444-7444. And the call ID number is 78643-POUND. It should be on the website. It should be on Facebook, all of the social media. You'll be able to see it there. So call us up. We'll bring you in in the second hour, get into discussion. If any, <clears throat> if anybody needs prayer, Excuse me. If anybody needs prayer or a word of encouragement, call in. We got you. Oh, on top of that, on top of all the events and everything we have going on, tomorrow morning we're going to be doing our uh, free open healing for everyone who wants to join in during the the healing session. Excuse me. Via Google Hangouts. So tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central, bright and early, we're going to be doing that and uh, look totally looking forward to that. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, send me a message so that we can save you a seat tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. And if you're not able to make that, it's going to be archived as well on the website and on YouTube. And the cool thing about that is that we're having people report that they're not able to make it, but or or they're not able to. Uh, get a seat in with this one-on-one but they're able to watch the healing and in, in the in the energy work being done on others and they partake of that healing so healing is contagious which is an amazing thing so that's how spirit works man and that goes for good and bad spirits you know so we're in healing and healings flow and someone's not even there people are reporting um, of healings emotional healings uh, trauma physical healings all of this stuff by just simply watching it so tomorrow morning 9 a.m. bright and early start your day off with that huh so without further ado i have our guest on the line mr Dwayne hartman are you there brother
0: yes i'm here thank you for having me on your show
3: oh it's good to hear from you man
0: good to hear from you too
3: Yes, Can we go back fair. a little
0: ways I think, yeah, I
3: think I think we go back a little ways. I think I first ran into, I may have hit you up some months ago about maybe coming on your show for a uh, interview, and we yes. wasn't able to work
0: it out, something like that. Yes, and that's in around the, the the time that I had uh, taken uh, a break from doing interviews as well. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was about a year ago. I think so. Yeah.
3: And then, yeah, and then I, and then I see you pop up doing a bunch of stuff with Kelly and stuff. And Kelly was promoting you, and she was just like head over heels for the work that you were doing. And she was just like bragging nonstop about the different things you were teaching her and the different activations and things that was going on with her dealing with you. And I put two and two together. I was like, oh, this is the same guy, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> late, yeah, he's back out doing stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that I, I think yeah, yeah I works. think that's where our chords cross.
0: Yeah, we're touring all over uh, the states and uh, and Europe with this uh, this tour that Kelly and I are on, um, God Consciousness Tour. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. So, how many have you guys done already the, with the tour? Was it
0: just one? It's been two. No, two. We two. did uh, California. We did the uh, Long Beach, and then we did um, we did the uh, the Bay Area, and then then we have a whole whole lineup coming up here uh, for Lauderdale. Yeah.
2: yeah. As
3: far as giving you an intro, like I was going to read something or just talk about what you do. But the thing about it is you do so much. I had no idea where to start. I didn't know where to start. You <laughs> yeah. You do a little bit of everything. So I think we can start by you know, kind of going into the tour and just let everybody know a little bit about what you guys offer at the tour. And I think that will kind of, you know, stir the waters a little bit about, you know, what you have to offer to the people. So what kind well, of goes on on the tour?
0: The, the thing with this is that, um, is that people, most, of, most people um, have kind of not been allowed to activate into their full you know, as we raise vibration, we raise into higher levels of vibration, and this God consciousness activation part of it um, is is a is a part that people don't go aren't allowed to go into. We're really stopped from doing this. right? We're really held back from doing this because, of course, if we step into the into this level, um, you know, we're we're basically free. Um, we are creating our like I heard you mention that you teach creating reality. Well, we create our own reality, and mm-hmm. and the thing that is is that uh, when we're when we're not doing that, when we're when we're when we're allowing the world to do it for us, or our own internal workings to do it for us, instead of us doing it. I mean, we've been programmed, basically, to not create effectively. And so this is what this is about, is stepping into this consciousness, stepping into the passion. It's really interesting because people get to look at each other and actually see uh, this God within each other. And when they see the God within each other, uh, there's a recognition that happens. And once this recognition happens, then we go through processes and, and help them to come further out during the, the workshop. And, uh, you yeah, know, the, the people, people love it. They they really do uh, because they, they feel free. Right? Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a lot of people that are coming in uh, right now that are here to do something uh, significant uh, where they feel judged that they can't and all that. And we work through the the critic mm-hmm. as well, the internal critic and help remove mm-hmm. that critic so that they can flow uh, effortlessly into their passion and do what they want to do while they're here. Right. I think you we're talking about, uh, <coughs>
4: you,
0: you,
3: you were, you were talking about this force that's, that that's working against us. Um, mm-hmm. Is it, is it, is it just a mechanism that it's like fight or flight and we just get with the program and we have to, kind of go against the grain to tap into this? Or is there, I know we're going deep already, but is there yeah. like a a force working against us in the earth right now that doesn't want us to tap into that as
0: well? Well, the thing it is is that it is your divine right to do it, and it is of free will to do it. And so as long as they can keep people externally focused, um, they don't go, they, they can't go into it. Because it's all external. We need to go inside. Mm -hmm. And and once we go inside, we realize that this is within us and we have every right and we have the free will to do it. Uh, To connect to, now some people call it source, some people call it whatever they want to call it, but this, this, this connection, your direct connection and actually you being it. Because there was no hardware store around when everything was created. It was created out of the same essence. So by default, you are that essence. And when you step into that power, that ability of your own to access that, then things change. Okay. Uh, this, again, I missed that part about who's the, you know, this force. Well, that force is right within us. We all have a critic inside of us. And this critic is a program. It's not you. It never has been you. Babies aren't born with this critic. just—they're born and they love, you know. But as we grow, as we get older, and we get in about five years old, uh, or so, we develop this internal critic inside of us to gauge ourselves against others. We criticize ourselves, and then this starts to grow and become more and more and more because we want to be accepted in the community. Of Mm-hmm. So we develop this critic. Are you mm-hmm. are
3: are you are you totally free of that, or is that something that you still have to deal with every day?
0: The thing it is is that when you remove the critic, it can never come back the same way, because you know it isn't you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the jig's up. Uh, some people experience it does come back periodically, and they're able to just let it go again, but it's. What their experience is, is, is that they say it's like, uh, you know, you take a flower from underneath the stairs in the dark somewhere and actually put it in the sunlight. That's what it feels like to remove the critic. All of a sudden you feel, whoa, because that energy that it takes up and that constant criticism of self, especially when you want to go to higher levels. Right? I have a video on that. It's called Removing the Critic in. And I explain there how there's God consciousness and then there's your societal programmed consciousness. And the critic sits right in the middle and makes sure that you don't cross that line. <laughs> right? And so when you remove the critic, then you can flood over into that, into the God consciousness. Right?
3: So can the critic, or has the critic been used for good in our lives, like for somewhat as. Um, to help us examine ourselves or is this or, or is it a condescending um type of uh, critic that we're talking about
0: what i found is it's only a condescending critic and it's it's main purpose is, is to is to keep your vibration down okay so when you start going too high and you start rising it says well you know who are you to do this mm-hmm. or um, what makes you think you can do something like that uh this critic is all always giving you those little zaps, you know, eh, that knock your, your vibration back down. Right? And because uh because uh it's its concern is to keep you socially acceptable. Right. Socially acceptable meaning we gotta we gotta fly like the rest of the or we gotta stay in the cage like the rest of the birds. Um you know there was a, there's a saying on the website
4: that, that
0: that we have um that was someone had wrote in it says birds born in a cage think flying is an illness and uh when we're born in this cage of of consciousness which is the social consciousness we think that freedom is a sickness you know uh, other people will say you can't do that you know mhm this has become a self-governing machine within other people as well to keep each other in check, so we don't we don't expand beyond the societal consciousness, the societal hypnosis. Now, mm-hmm.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: So,
3: would you say that um, seeking for the approval of others is linked to that as, as
0: well? Oh well, yeah, of course, because when you that's there's there's I call them two Achilles heels and the two are uh unconditional love and unconditional acceptance. Um and when there's when those are cut, you know self love, self acceptance, when those are when those are cut then people reach for that externally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever been around uh, corporations, but they like to dangle that acceptance just far enough out in front of you that you just keep running. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, so, and and I don't think it's not done on 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 a on a level of our own country or in my country or whatever as well. There's that there's that little bit of de- demeaning language that comes out all the time, spelling people into into uh submission, into feeling less bad. And it goes along with the critic, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
3: and and I think I think that's good where you're able to say that it's something that once you deal with them, like this could be something that is is gone for good versus yeah. the notion of something that we have to battle every day. So there's a difference there, right?
0: There's a big difference there. Uh, I, st- I did years and years of meditation on what is it why why can't or why are people not being able to step into this consciousness, this higher do the natural evolution of this consciousness and then the more I studied it, the more I looked and learned, I realized that it was this it was this critic within us
4: yeah? mm-hmm. because
0: we also have this loving voice that we you know barely listen to. Uh, <laughs> But there's this loving voice inside that says, "You know, I believe in you. I I, I know you can do it. I I, I trust you. I you know." Mm-hmm. There's this other voice, but we rarely listen to it uh, unless we have done some work with the critic and get rid of the critic mm-hmm. and move it out. Yeah. Now, now when that, um, hearing that critic- internal positive confirmation affirmations to yourself, well, that's the the, the the consciousness within you just grows, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So is the critic tied in with the ego? Is that what some people would call it?
0: Yeah. Some people have called it the voice of the ego. Um, and, and I think so. Um, all I know is I focused in on the ego. It's, I mean, on the, on the critic itself. And i am seen what, how devastating it is. Cause you know what, you pop the, the critic out, and all of a sudden self-esteem begins to rise
4: mm-hmm.
0: instantly. Uh, it's the root of all of these situations, like say, for instance, people with fear or panic. Well, the, the, the critical keep running those fear patterns. Right? You remove the critic and you start going into the state of of, of love of self. And those fear patterns diminish and peter out. Mm. Right?
3: You' so, afraid not so 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 once the critic is gone, <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around this. How does the conversation progress with the inner dialogue with self, because I know a lot of us we see the critic as being a part of us, and we have that inner dialogue with ourselves about planning our day mm-hmm. about our future, and things like that. So when critic is gone how you know how does that conversation shift It shifts into a um,
0: a loving one. Uh, it shifts into one that says, you know, I know you can do it.
4: Let's do this,
0: mm-hmm. right? Or, mm-hmm. hey, I'd like to do this. Um, and now there isn't the counter that says, no, who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. You know, to to want to do that. But that's only for the, you know, that's only for the yeah. maybe the gurus or something, or
2: mm-hmm.
0: whatever. Um, and and now you have now now with this flow of energy with the, this loving inner voice. Now with this flow of energy, you can, you can start to imagine things and see yourself doing it, actually. And yeah. there's nothing, nothing in there countering it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. good, you know, freedom. I see
3: it as almost a picture of, like in the scriptures it talks about, it says that if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so there's that battle between the spirit and the fleshly nature or the negative parts of our being and how they war with one another and how once you set your mind as walking in the spirit or aligning yourselves with the things of God and you move out into the earth, um, with that consciousness, you begin to be an a instrument or a tool used by the divine and you begin to see every situation, every person, the way that God would see them uh, as a form of love, as an extension of yourself. So yes. I think I think we're talking about the same thing there, and it's yeah. like just um, called different things by different. Uh, cultures and belief systems and stuff. So that, that's that's really cool how it all ties in together, and 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 what the what the scripture says. It even says to crucify your flesh, to kill mm-hmm. it, to kill the ego, and to kill that part. So um, so that you can fulfill the call of God for your life and move into your best life now. So that's awesome that you're teaching that. Um, one thing with that. So as far as with the critic and everything is as far as dealing with that, and also with the um, interbalance um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: thera- therapy as well. Is this criteria that you have come up with? Is this something that that, that you've put together, or is, are you teaching something that was taught to you uh, by someone else?
0: No, uh, this is what, uh, and it's called, interbalance is called the Hartman approach.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, people are certified in the hypnotherapy program as the Hartman approach because it is a different approach. Um, even the induction styles are different uh It's a very simple induction style as far as going into uh, into a place of change uh, some call it trance um the 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 whole thing between myself and you know people that have people that have also shared information with me as i'm Asking them, what do you think of this? And we, we, mm-hmm. we play back and forth with it. We have, debe- you know, I have. And, and, and okay. together we have developed these different ideas. Because uh, I, I'm a kind of a radical thinker. And I think outside the box as, you know, what... I, I do a lot of back engineering. You know, I'll take a look at a, a problem and back-engineer it and say, okay, if you do this and this and this to get the problem, if we just reverse that cycle, it would, you would come out of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and so it, all of a sudden, things get quite simple. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. uh, It's not as difficult as what um, they would like you to believe. For instance, I want to go back to when you, what you mentioned about spirit because this is very, very important. There's a difference between spirit and soul.
4: And spirit
0: mm-hmm. is that unbounded aspect of you that has never been born, that has never died, is eternal. You've worn many bodies. And This spirit is everlasting. The soul repeats and records time. So when you see people going into that, into that depth, you know, and they go, oh, and they get sad, and they go, they're in that, that soul part repeating time. You see, now you know about manifestation. If they're sitting there in that feeling, they're re-manifesting that in their life. They're re-manifesting mm-hmm. that vibration in their life. So the more that we can stay in the spirit, the more that we can stay in this unbounded spirit, the more that we're actually filling the soul with new experiences rather than old experiences. And as you know, you know a lot of people just get in a sense, psychologically lazy and they drift back into their soul and they let their soul manifest for them instead of standing on the precipice and saying, you know what, I'm doing this. I am this unbounded spirit and I can create.
3: So what I've seen as far as people people wanting to walk in this newness of life, of people wanting to um, access this, there's a lot of people, but then... It, it i think people have to be desperate there has to be a desperation for it because the the people who are just kind of passing by when you when I try to introduce something like this to them there's always something that they are comfortable with with the critic or or with the ego like it kind of like or with a sickness or something like that right like they don't want to let this go because it's so familiar to them it's it's actually a familiar spirit so they don't right. want to give it up so what do yeah. you I mean so 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 what can you say as far as the person's drive for desperation for change that you've seen to actually make this happen because I because when I've seen people's desperation levels get really high and they want it there's nothing that anyone can do to stop
0: them from um,
3: obtaining it
0: exactly uh, the Number one, the person has to want to change uh, to come see you. Uh, that's that's a high criteria, right? Like somebody dragged to you is not going to have an effective change because they're not full in. But also, um, also when when uh, people people uh, want that or 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 uh, have reservations about it, it's because Human beings are totally terrified of the unknown. And so unless, mm. we, unless we don't, you know, unless we build, help them to build a future concept of themselves yeah. that they'll step into, you see, so the self-image, the new image of themselves, stepping into that image, then they can't let the other one go. So we have to help construct that with them so that they know where they're going, so they feel safe to let go of the other one,
1: right?
0: So it's a play on that, uh, sitting down with somebody and finding out where they don't want to be and then helping them to create where they want to be. And it's only because we've been living in a system that trains us to be very, very left brain and and keeping us out of the creation of right brain. And uh, mm-hmm. if... If we practice more right brain creativity, we wouldn't have so many problems because we would just create a solution. And realizing that we can create a solution. But like this is where our work is, is helping people, you know, helping people realize that they can create their own. And it's not me doing it ever in any of my sessions. It's them doing it. I just share with them what they can do and we start working with it and the next thing you know. They own it, and they know what they can do,
4: right? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think I think it becomes a lot easier too because
3: I, I think the majority of us already know deep down what it is and what mm-hmm. we want it to do. But it's that it's that 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 person looking down on us, pointing that fingers, you know, like you were saying, telling us no, you can't have it. You know, you could have had it, but that was years ago. It's time to move on. You need a new dream. You know, those dreams yeah. are gone. It's time to it's time to get a new dream, you know, and things mm-hmm. like that. So what it is is, like, just teaching that person to look within and go back to the essence of innocence as when they were a child and they had that dream and to recapture that dream. And it, I think it burdens my heart, too, that I see so many people stuck in their job, and 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 they're you know they've become this person that when they was a child they didn't want to become a construction worker they didn't want to become a foreman on a job like that wasn't their dream even though they found contentment in that I still see that child in them you know and that's that's part of yeah. my prophet my prophetic gifting as well but I see that crying out and it's like man and it, it I feel real empathetic towards it and so. It's there in everyone, um, but it's just it's just the the part as far as recapturing that dream and letting them know that, hey, it's okay. Because I think I got to a point when I my rock bottom as far as the dream thing and pursuing the dreams and, and, and dealing with that critic and putting them behind me was at a, a point I just asked myself, and I was in tears. I would have this conversation with my peers in tears. I was like, okay, like, wh- like what? When do you give up on your dreams? Like when is it okay? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're 30, when you're 40, 35, when you when you failed 70 times. Like when is it okay? Like should I give up? Like if I should, then somebody needs to tell me. But like when is it? And and I really thought about that, and then go and and consulting spirit, consulting God, mm-hmm. and He just encourages you to pursue it. That it's mm-hmm. still there. You have to fight for it and you have to deal with this stuff and I believe that all of this stuff even the critic is put there for a reason like this is something that you have to deal with for a reason and um, and, you know once we deal with that then we open up the window of so much opportunity that we can walk in our destiny that we can walk in our calling and and then instead of beating ourselves up and expecting others to beat us up you know Mm -hmm. uh, the universe begins to unfold around you and things begin to happen and then that's when it gets interesting with the synchronicities and all of the spirituality molded in there with it to the universe is guiding you god is guiding you to follow your dreams and follow your best life that you can actually obtain those things and the joy that he will put inside you to see others do the same that's joy unspeakable You know, and it's a a beautiful
0: thing. It really is. Yeah, it truly is. And it's a beautiful work to be in as well, to see people light up inside with this hope and with this, you know what, I can do it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because as you know and I know, all it takes is tenacity. Yeah. Stick with it. And believe it no matter what, that this is going to happen. And you know certain people will fall away, uh, certain things mm-hmm. will happen like you said, but if you have the tenacity to just hold on to that, and you know what again, I have to say is that the the length of time that it takes, how long does it take as long as you as long as you let it
4: mm-hmm.
0: because the critic is interfering with you receiving the dream mm-hmm. now when i when I work with uh, Back in the day when I worked with uh, sports and and I worked with figure skaters. And the figure skaters would come to me and they go, I need your help. And I go, How come? What's going on? And they go, Well, I'm falling down a lot. And I said, Oh, okay. I says, How much are you practicing falling down in your mind? And they go, A lot. And I says, Well, you're getting better, eh? (laughs) Right? So let's practice standing up. Mm-hmm. Let's practice. and But you know what? When we finally got to the point of removing the critic, it's the zone for them mm-hmm. in sports. So in, with golfers, yeah. it's the zone. When they removed the critic, they were in the zone. When the figure skaters removed the critic, they, they would do a beautiful performance.
4: Mm-hmm. You see? Because there was
0: That's no, that flow state. That's that flow that state. The, the flow state is source mm-hmm. state or God state. Mm-hmm. When you remove the critic, you're automatically in it. And now things just flow without the critic. Because I questioned them. I says, I said to them, I says, What's the difference from this day to that day? You know, what's the difference? What's going on inside of you? What do you and they go, Well, here, you know, I'm talking to myself a lot. And they says, Is it nice things? And they go, No, and I go, hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now when you're in, in the in the zone. Uh, what are you saying to yourself? And they go, "Well, nothing. Just I just feel good. I I feel, you know. I so I I, I that's the beginning of understanding what what this creek yeah. was about and how could, how it could you know devastate people.
4: Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you
3: get into that place where that's kind of how you recognize it, like because it, it it really does feel good, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Like.
3: Because we're so familiar with the critic's voice, so when the voice of understanding, the voice of peace and love and truth comes, it makes you feel good. It really mm-hmm. does, and so you get addicted to that, and you uh, you understand what it sounds like. It's not a condemning voice, and it's no. an um, an empowering voice that will move through everything. And that's what yeah. it makes it so interesting to me is that. Like I was talking about the synchronicities, like everything in your reality lines up to fit your reality or your destiny. Everything, everything is a piece of it and a part of it. You know, this this podcast, this conversation, uh, what I did today, the relationships, everything
2: is Mm -hmm. a part
3: of it. Everything is crafted for a reason, and you become part of the team. You're not just like pushed around by every wind that that blows or whatever like you become a part of this you become co-creator yeah. with God and it becomes yeah. really interesting then
0: that's right and and every manifestation every manifestation that comes to fruition you can no longer deny this relationship with self mm-hmm. and with, and with God because it is and and, and it operates it operates outside of the societal conditioning. Uh, Because miracles are, they happen every day. And, you know, when when a manifestation comes out of the blue, and you know, you know that, oh my goodness, here it is. You know that you're not of this world, but you are as well that there is mm-hmm. there really is uh something else going on that's quite magical
3: yeah in the world but not of it that's what Christ, Christ yeah. called it you know mm-hmm. we're in the world we're moving and we're functioning but we're not even with, <clears throat> the scriptures refer to <clears throat> excuse me as being under the uh the power of of the wicked one you know the, mm-hmm. the you know and so mm-hmm. we have overcome, and and you know we have overcome the evil one, and we're not just pushed around and and, and being bullied by, you know those the, those thoughts there that Satan, which is
4: mm-hmm.
3: termed, I mean, what does that mean? The word Satan means adversary, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is the adversary to that which is good, the God mm-hmm. consciousness. So there is mm-hmm. that force that's there that's warring with you. Um, it's 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 warring with your members it's dealing with you with thought forms and imaginations that exalt mm-hmm. itself against the knowledge of God and so all of this stuff is a inner dialogue it's a mm-hmm. it's a spiritual warfare and it's something that we have to deal with and i've seen strides in my own life and and the people that i come in contact with i've seen uh, so so much going on that that I know this is real that this is more yeah. than just theory or a conspiracy. So we get to a place where we don't even talk about theories or conspiracies anymore. We just deal with truth. And the truth is that those condescending voices, those condemning voices, that person that makes you feel like mud, you could be free from that. And yeah. that right there is truth. And that's not a theory that's not written of in oh. a book and or whatever taught. This is truth. And we've experienced and it and it's, it's free for everyone to to yeah. to embrace, but I say it's free. It's go, it's going to cost you something. It's it's going to cost you um, everything that you know to be um, be familiar, um, because we've gone our whole lives being accustomed to a way of living and understanding an addiction.
1: Yes, all, it is all addiction.
3: of all of these different things that feed to the ego, and and so the whole thing with those spirits and and. And how they operate is they are on a person for so long and they're with the person for so long that the person begins to feel like it's an extension of themselves mm-hmm. when, it's, when, when they're being influenced by an outside source.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
3: that's the thing of letting people know, like, hey, that's not you. Those thoughts, those aren't your thoughts. Those ways, those oh. aren't your ways and 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 you can be free from those things you don't have to pretend that they're not real you have to confess it you have to deal with it in order to find healing and that's why we're seeing so many people come forth now walking in their calling um i you know i deal with the one on one healing sessions as well and everyone who who has <laughs> come on uh, mm-hmm. as a client they've all been people um who are empathetic who are on the journey uh, towards the healing of the nations. And it's Mm -hmm. people who have the call on their life, but they're just dealing with this stuff first. And so Spirit is just saying right now to heal the healers. And so everyone listening, everyone, who they they, they have that call, and they know it's there, but they've got a lot of baggage right now. So this is is just a call of encouragement to let you guys know that, hey, if I did it, if Dwayne did it, you can do it, mm-hmm. and it's there for you. It's obtain, it, it's obtain, it's obtainable. Your wildest dreams can come true, and I'm telling you, this is it's so fun. It's amazing. It really mm-hmm. is.
0: When you're ready, you will come to the river, the source of all waters. Here, you will wash away the heaviness, all that has kept you in your sorrow of you, freeing you into delight of living. Only when you are weary enough of postponement will you choose to let go into the truth of you, letting go of all you are not. There is a reflection here in the river. You will see you in your true nature. The path of all great healing ends here. That's awesome.
3: I read that on your site, you wrote that right yeah, yeah yeah, I read that that's
4: awesome
0: it, The thing is is that we you know we we just need to let go of what isn't us mhm and, yeah, and, and a lot of times we're fighting and we're gnashing and we're doing this, and we're and that's not us either. um there's something deep in there's and it's not even that deep inside, it's something inside you know, that starts to open and glow, you know. And that, that is this mm-hmm. aspect of you. And like you were saying, there's a lot right now that you're dealing with that are healers coming to the planet.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And they are. Uh, and I have to agree with you. In droves, that's what we see. Is, you know, whether in private sessions that I'm doing or you know, with the tour, it's the people that are ready to step out that are that are coming right now and they're ready to to stand and 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 bring the gifts that they they have with them and, and bring those gifts and start to use them here um and that's what you know what's a wonderful thing that's changing the vibration of the planet right now yeah
3: there's a scripture that that i believe ties in with it and we we're talking about the um What people need to understand, we're talking about heaven on earth. And even as it was Jesus' prayer where he said, on earth as it is in heaven. And so in the book of Revelations, it talks about at the very end, it says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was sitting on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And that's what people need to understand, that that this heaven is not a place that we're going to go to one day. Heaven is a kingdom that is within each and every person on, on the face of the planet. That heaven is for real. Heaven is for us today to manifest and walk in heaven on earth. And so that's what that's what we're dealing with is to to be washed clean and when and, and be, because we are like God doesn't hold anything against you like your sins your addictions it's it's not your fault right um so a lot of people have that condemnation on them or whatever like you know yeah. you know even 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 from from um childbirth like we're, we're we're dealing with this stuff and our wrongs and stuff and there's people who are you know 60 70 years old still dealing with trauma and pain and regret that happened when they were 10 11 years old 5 yeah. 6 years old and and they're going to their deathbed responding to people a certain type of way um, being mean and bitter and they're suffering and they can't receive the kingdom of heaven on earth because they're so caught up with this mentality and they've played the victim. And it's this source that everyone's, you know, starting to wake up now. This is part of the spiritual awakening that everybody's Mm -hmm. starting to deal with this and, 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 you know what happens whenever you have a spiritual awakening or a kundalini awakening? Tears, joy, and mm-hmm. like all of that stuff comes out of you, crying, travailing, weeping, and that stuff that you've been holding for years, man, yeah. can come out of you. You could be set free from that torment, from those mm-hmm. lies, all of that stuff. And I'm tell you what, man, there's no greater feeling, and that's what it talks about, even in the scriptures where it says to be born again, to be born mm-hmm. from above to take all of this fleshly nature and all of this stuff that we've been so accustomed to and we've been marketed and sold and we thought that it was ours and we've been lied to, to wipe all of that stuff away, to kill all of that stuff and receive the nature from above.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: That's a beautiful thing. It is. That's a beautiful thing.
0: It is, because it turns everything inside out here. And it's the very thing that... uh, and the very thing that the, that isn't desired for you to discover. That's so a come. There's all the external addictions going on. And you are exactly. mentioning addictions. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what I found is the majority of the addictions out there is just drowning out the internal critic. Definitely, it definitely is.
3: Really? Definitely, uh, being you know being reminded of the wrong So it could be something that you know that mm-hmm. we have done. Then the critics just say, oh, you remember, God's I not going to forgive you of that. You remember because He forgave you once already, and that's what I want to deal with too. He mm-hmm. forgave you once already. He forgave you twice. God's not going to forgive you three times. You know you keep doing that, and you know you're not supposed to. You, you know mm-hmm. He doesn't. He, he's not going to forgive you anymore. Uh, you're going to have to deal with that yourself. Like we're talking about second chances, third, mm-hmm. fourth, fifth, sixth. Sixty six chances, whatever. He said, how, you know, even in the scriptures, Christ says, how many times should we forgive those who sin against us? Seven times. And that was like their thing. OK, seven times and I'm cutting you off, you know. And yeah. Christ responded. He said, 70 times seven, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And, and so, there, you know, there's still hope even for those people who have been going, who have been walking that narrow path, who have uh, crucified the flesh and put to rest the, the former deeds and who have tasted and been partakers of that new life. And mm-hmm. then you kind of slip and you fall, right? Because there's people who know all this stuff we're talking about. It's stirring stuff in, in people even now as we talk about it. But they're like, yeah, I used to have that. I used to know what those guys were talking That is a good feeling. They're right. I used <laughs> to be like that. And they feel like they can't go back to it. So I want you to go into a little bit like how can you know once somebody has opened up those doors and let the credit back in, let the deceiver back in, what are some steps that we can take to get that person back out of our lives and shut that door because we feel like we kind of feel like he you know he he that you know he has the right to be here and that that's the thing
4: So
0: the thing that is is that you can't you can't do that consciously right Uh, but the God within you can. And so the thing is, is that people try to do way too much consciously when you do have this aspect that you were born with, the God within you, and it's alive and well in you, except for the fact that you have set it aside for societal acceptance. And when you bring it back out and you start working and talking to that god within you you can ask it to do it for you and take it and remove it from your from you right? i always find that location what's where you want to find the location in your head where the critic is talking from and then have the god within you move it to another place in the head a couple of times three times and then move it out but once you move it out and then you can start to hear the loving voice inside of you again um, because it's not overshadowed. You, you know, the God within, you can turn it up. So what I, what I you know, because you know that I'm a hypnotherapist, is what I started to see is, is that this was not a subconscious mind. This was an even a greater than conscious mind. This, I, I, the more that I expected of it and asked of it during sessions, the bigger it got. To the point where I realized that this was not subconscious mind, this is actually this was actually the God within. And you know when sometimes in our reality things turn inside out, I realized at that moment that it wasn't a subconscious mind that was the problem ever, it was our conscious mind, you know, because we always mm-hmm. always like to blame the subconscious, so it holds this belief or it holds that what's well, really the the conscious mind. And you see that greater mind cannot move unless it has permission. And so when you give it permission, then things start to change. When you give it permission to move. And in my sessions as well, I ask for permission to work with this greater part of your mind. And with the greater part of your mind, uh, do you give it permission to make changes in your life for the purpose of getting to know the God within you? Then it's real. And people
4: agreed to
0: that,
4: and then we
3: head forward. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the first hour. In the second hour, I want to talk to you about time and space. Mm
2: -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. to
3: talk to you about healing. I want to talk to you about where do angels fit in in all this, Mm -hmm. all that and more, as well as open up the phone lines as we go into the second hour. And I also want to get into a little bit of my personal uh, story as well. So, without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and transition into the second hour. So, where do angels fit in in all of this?
0: Well, I have worked with with angels, Archangel Michael, uh, Metatron, as far as uh, helping to shift the energy in either a room, or within the person, um, you know, I don't know how far you want me to go with this because it gets...
3: Uh, well, I, well, I I want to do this. We could talk about the angels and where they fit in, but also I want to know <laughs> what everybody wants to know. Like a lot of people want to know, like, have you seen angels? Like, have you seen a physical manifestation um, of the supernatural?
0: Mm. You know, that's pretty hard to say because I had these old old men that would show up in my life that would appear and disappear. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: It was really weird. When I was about to give up on this path and uh, cave in uh, to the pressures and go back to working in the oil rigs, um, I would have this old man show up in my life. And, you know, it can show up this is why, you know, I love the song. You know, what if God was one of us? Yeah, because I, I met. More yeah, those than one are angel, um more than one angel in my life. hmm Now, uh,
3: did you follow this person? Like, did, did like like did this person have a job? Was this a like a regular person? Well, he he
0: came across that he was a regular person. Uh, mm-hmm. I was driving. Do you want me to tell you the story quickly? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. I was driving down the road. It was it was heavy snow that day, and even the even the the the, the tracks in the highway were scalloped. You know, and there were ice. And I'm driving down the road, and there's this tiny school bus on the side of the road, and there's this old man falling down, getting up, hobbling around. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, because the traffic is coming and we're not going to be able to stop for him, eh? So I said, get in the truck, get in, get in. So he got in the truck, and then I took off and because I wanted to get going again, so I didn't get hit. And I says, what's going on? What do you need or whatever? He says, I need a tow truck. And I says, all right. And so I said, we're going to have to turn around and go back to town. So I took him. On the way there, he asked me some questions. He says, so what do you do? And I told him, he says, Well, that's a really good profession. He says, uh, Keep it up. You know, and he kept encouraging me to keep it up when actually I was getting the other message at home, right? And I was just about to quit. And he says, Keep it up, you know, that's a good profession to be in. And you can, you know, and he talked about himself some. He said that at one time he was a university professor, and of course, uh, people didn't, didn't want to listen to him at the university because he had kind of higher vibrational thoughts. You know what I mean? He was teaching the kids. And so they kicked him out. So then this is what he does, and blah, blah, blah. And so we get down to the to the gas station in town that has the tow truck, and I get him all set up, and he's ready to
1: go. And he touches me on the shoulder, and he looks at me. And he says, never give up. Just never give up, okay? And I was mm-hmm.
0: stunned. I was stunned by this. And I just looked and in, in a minute he was gone. And I got back, I was like, what? Like I looked around and he's gone. I get back into my truck and I and I you know, I can't see him anywhere around. And so I head back home. I figured, well, he must be with the tow truck. I head back home and I had to go buy that bus, you know. And you know that bus wasn't there. So, yeah, I've met angels along the way. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And, and, you know, whenever he said that, you knew exactly what he was talking about, right?
0: Exactly. like it. I mean, there was more words that went on there than what he said. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely. I was uh, in another experience, and I don't know if you know this or you care to hear about this, but I was abducted once right off the highway. And when I've I seen these beings, they were the most beautiful beings I've ever seen. Uh, they were golden, golden in color, you know, they radiated this golden light and the love from them was immense.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah. And that was my choice point in my life. That was the point where I had to stop drugging and drinking and and do that, you know, because I had something I had to do here. And so they taught me and did this and, while I was in the state, and then, then boom, back on the road again, as if nothing had happened, but it was three hours later, right? And then a couple of weekends afterwards, I went to a party, it was a bush party, you know? You're still hanging with your friends and stuff, right? But yet I didn't feel comfortable, so I was standing on the outside edge of the, the, the party, I was holding a beer, and I'd seen something out of the corner of my eye. remember this was in the bush, and there was a Native man walks out of the bush in full leathers, you know. He had braids, full leathers, moccasins, walks out of the bush, and I'm thinking, this is strange. He walks up to me, and he says, what are you doing? And I says, we're having a party here. And he says, no. What are you doing?
4: <laughs> and I went,
0: oh. And You know, that, that shock just goes right through you, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and again, this happens where I'm in that state of shock and I turn around and all I see is his back going in the bush. Yeah. And I'm asking people, did you see this guy? And they're going, no, Dwayne. No.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, those times are awesome, man. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Those uh, supernatural encounters. And the, and they um, you know, people, people, people uh, this happens to them. You know, this happens to you. Uh, these are to me are angels
4: you
3: know show the, the up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and what what's crazy about that as well i mean if we if we if we talk about angels like we're talking about the supernatural beings but if we break down the word like in the hebrew and greek the word angel means messenger right mm-hmm. and so we can be used in that same way Mm-hmm. When we're walking in that God consciousness, when we're healed and we're walking in the spirit, um, we can go out in the public, we can go to parties, wh- wherever you are, and, and and have those words for people. And you can read yes. people and, and, and you can see a young man who's uh, fighting with the call of God on his life and you'll have that specific word for him. What are mm-hmm. you doing? Some, and, it, and sometimes it's that simple. That's what people it don't just, understand. It doesn't have to be like this full drawn out, drawn out thing that you have to do in this crazy plan, you know, to have them agree to. It could just be simple, it's a simple word spoken in the spirit. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? And yeah. just leave. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's how spirit works. And then when you do that, and so if you. If you're faithful with the few, he'll make you ruler over more. And so, you—if that's—if that's what the word is, you—you you be faithful with that word, and you be faithful to deliver it, and more things will come, more encounters will will come, and, mm-hmm. and, and God will begin to to trust you with the bigger things and better things, and sometimes business deals and and and. and and that's how your dreams are fulfilled. You get upon that path, that highway to holiness, and you're just walking with God. You become mm-hmm. like that. You just walk with God in the cool of the morning. And and, and so that's your, that's your daily walk is you're just walking with God. And you just say, okay, God, what do you want to do? What do you want to do mm-hmm. today? Okay, well, so-and-so on your job is dealing with alcohol addiction, and I need you to speak a word. I just need mm-hmm. you to tell them, you know what, I haven't forgot about them. And it's something that simple, mm-hmm. even in your case, and in my case, too, many a days, it has been just a word spoken. And I, I've been used in that area. So it, it's right. happened to me, and I've been been used as well. So um, it's a beautiful it's your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, totally, man. Totally in yeah. the music. Yeah, and it's it's, it's beautiful, and it's for everybody. It's not that you don't have to be some big person with this large um, uh, uh, ministry or business or all these followers or whatever. It doesn't have to be all that. You just bypass all that, and you just, you and God. And so once you're healed, and once you're walking in that fullness of life, you begin to be a conduit for that energy, and it just moves through you, and you just be obedient. And once you're, once you're, if he trusts you with the small things and I, I I tell a story that um I was in and this was years ago man this was first when I got into the truth and God was revealing to me how to hear his voice clearly and letting me know that it was his voice speaking it was me, my wife, and a friend, and I didn't have much money at the time we were in Walmart in line buying a few things, and when we left we were in line and then whenever we were going to leave I was only had a couple of dollars and I had enough to get me a cheeseburger and a drink and a fry at Wendy's or whatever it was. That's all the money we had. Mm-hmm. And it was about, you know, eight or nine dollars, whatever. So I was waiting to move through the line, pay for our stuff, then go get something to eat. Well, the voice of God spoke to me and moved on my heart really strong and said, you see that lady in front of you. I need you to buy her groceries. And it's like, what's going on? So you begin to rationalize and it's that critic that comes in and Mm -hmm. like, no, that's, you know, you know what that, that, that voice told me, it said, um, that's the devil trying to steal your money. The devil's trying to steal your money. Don't do that. You know? And I'm like, what's going on here? Because I really want to go get something to eat. This is, you know, $9. I'm going to get me a value meal. And, um, and so I, I wrestled with those two voices just sitting there in line at Walmart and, um, And then so the lady went up and she put her she put her um, her 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 food up there. And uh, and the voice said, pay for her food. You need to pay for her groceries right now. And I'm just like, I don't want to. And then I'm going with the critic because the critic is agreeing with my flesh. You know, Mm -hmm. no, listen, God, we you know, we're not today. Maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me, whatever. So the lady pays for her food and. Um, she only has a couple canned goods and they ring her up and she doesn't have enough money to pay for her food and she has to put some back. And And mind you, it was only a few canned goods and maybe some bananas. Like it was only like two, three dollars worth of stuff. And I watched that lady take that stuff and put it to the side and buy just her couple um, canned goods. And I'm tearing up talking about this. But um, once she left we paid for our stuff and walked out and um, I finally felt what it, what it feels like, what they call grieving the Holy spirit. Yeah. Uh, God speaks to you and you harden your heart and you don't do it. I felt I never want to feel that way again. Yeah. I felt yeah. like I, um, I was the worst. And I think, I think that, guy, I think that, you know, that feeling was, was much needed though, because I know I don't want to feel like that again. So it, it, it showed me, okay, next time I hear that voice, I may want to obey it. Like next time with mm-hmm. something like that to help people and it's something positive and it, it, it causes, you know, me putting myself aside to exalt someone else maybe a little bit. I may want to do that when I hear that voice, when I, when I moved, like that, you know, that, that should be something that we, we just do out of, out mm-hmm. of, you know, out of, um, you know, just out of thriving, um, but then you know god had to tell me to do that and i still didn't and so that was a lesson learned man so w- when you hear his voice like the scriptures say harden not your heart man be obedient yeah. to the call and when you do it things will increase and you be and, and so those those you know 3 dollars were turned into something bigger and it did i had other i had other situations that came later which were the, similar but it was with a lot more money and um and i was obedient i was obedient mm-hmm. and um and i reaped the benefit of that i i i knew that i was in 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 line with the will of god and there's nothing on on this planet that is more fulfilling than knowing that you're uh in line with the with the will of god and so i did that and and things begin to happen and and so i i kind so what happens is you graduate and say okay i can trust it now he knows he knows the voice He knows when I tell him to do something, he knows what he's got to do, and if he don't, he will feel like a, you know, he'll feel the weight of the world on his shoulders, and that's how, and and that's literally how practical walking this thing out is.
0: I remember being struck, and I think you have too, struck so hard with this, and it was so hard. I... I was walking down the street with a friend of mine now. I was in my 20s, and, you know, you get goofing around and different things, right? And there happens to be a homeless man that's walking up, and he he asked, uh, he was going to ask for change. And I sidestepped and left my buddy standing in front of him and thought this was a big joke. While I was laughing, I heard the man say, I know that I'm worth nothing. And something <laughs> struck me, yeah, so hard, I honestly seen light. it struck me that hard, yeah, I went over there and I said, "Never say that again to yourself, and I emptied my pockets, I emptied everything I had into this man's hands, <laughs> I couldn't yeah. stop myself, right, and yeah. it was like, never, ever say that you're you know you're you're that again, yeah. always you know. And and so I got hit like lightning, you know. Mm-hmm. And because I, yeah. I was being a goof, you know, goofy, and I was gonna just let my buddy, you know, stand in front of her. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and boom. Yeah. All of a sudden, I found myself about face. Yeah. yeah.
3: There was a, there there was this time I was doing a lot of gospel music, um, doing gospel hip hop. And mm-hmm. uh we had a we had a group of people together and we were gonna go to a boys home to speak mm-hmm. and and do our music. We had our PA system, it was a bunch of us, we drove about an hour to get there and um we got there and they wouldn't let us in. And uh they said that they didn't have enough uh, guards on duty to let us in to, to come in there, that they were just understaffed and we were really let down. We had some pastor friends with us and stuff like that, so we wasn't able to go in. So we've been known just to go set up in the middle of the, the projects, in the middle of the ghetto, and just set up at somebody's house and start doing music and start telling people about Jesus and stuff, right? Yeah, So yeah. We, So that's what we were going to do. You know, we were headed to the – let's do it. We're not coming out here for nothing. So we, mm-hmm. we get everybody back in the vehicle. We start headed to the projects. And a buddy called from the next city over and said, hey – uh we got this coffee shop where you guys can come sit up and rap and there's a bunch of kids here you guys can come out here it's cool it's like okay we we're, we're, you know we're headed to the ghetto right now and so maybe when we're done we'll head over there so we're headed to the ghetto we get there and we you know there's a bunch of white guys and we're going through the black neighborhood and i had maybe two black guys with me so we rolled the windows down we let them talk you know, 'cause cuz people just it's really weird. Everybody's paranoid, looking over their shoulders and stuff. And um, we asked these, these guys sitting out in the yard and said, hey, you know, we you know we, we uh, do rap music. Do you mind if we set up? We got some speakers and we put on a little concert right here in the front yard. Pay you guys a couple dollars for using the electricity. He said, okay, we'll just talk to the owners of the house. And so they said, yeah, that's fine. So we are like, okay, we got a place for us to set up. And so we, we start setting up. And uh, we run an extension cord out the window and um, start setting up my speakers. So I got this big, awesome sound system with these huge speakers and this big, awesome soundboard mixer. And um, we're setting it all up. And I I start getting scared because all of these people are coming out. There's drug dealers out there, and people are looking at our stuff and grabbing it and trying to help us set up. And I'm just getting real paranoid, like, what if these guys try to rob us or what if they try to take my board? There's nothing I can do. So I I was just look, I got really scared. So I looked at within myself and I was like, you know what? We can leave here right now and go to that coffee shop and perform. And it's going to be safe. Like I need to get out of this situation because they may take my stuff. Mm -hmm. So everybody's excited that we're there too. And it's really weird. So um, they were setting everything up and I I whispered to some of the guys like, Hey, y'all, we got to go let's go y'all let's put everything back up we're going to go to the coffee shop and do that and they're like no man let's just let's do this here let's what's what's wrong what's wrong i said man just put everything back up this this isn't right and um so they start rolling everything up and putting all the speakers back up and they're like hey what's going on where you guys going i'm trying to do it fast because i'm the fear just overtook me Mm -hmm. and and so we we're putting everything up. We we're about to go. We we're about to go to the rich white people neighborhood to go perform for the white kids. You know, mm-hmm. it's safe there. And um, and one of, and, and so this old black lady was sitting down and she had a she was drinking beer and smoking smoking a cigarette and and she looked at me. She's like, "Where y'all going?" I was like, "Oh, we got to go. We got somewhere else. We got to be, ma'am." She said, "Well, I know we might be drinking and smoking, but we want to hear what the Lord got to say too." And it just <clears throat> it broke me. It's like you mm-hmm. know what? If the Lord gave me all of this equipment and if they take it, guess what? He'll give it back. He'll he'll give me yeah. more.
4: Yeah. And exactly. so we
3: we we took everything out and we set everything up and I mean, when the music cut on, people came from everywhere and gathered in that um in that front yard and we just people we just started lining people up, man, praying for people meeting their their needs just a carload of young guys, you know,
4: and, mm-hmm. um,
3: it was something that I'll never forget. And it was a lesson. It was a lesson and, uh, it was a beautiful thing. And, uh, so that's, that's part of it is that with that fear trying to overtake me and it was almost going to get me, but you know, it was that that moment that I heard yeah. God speaking through that lady. Right. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's how you got to be. I, I can could, I could feel to, it. To the moving. Yeah. Right? Hmm. It's by being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, just sensitive to the move of God and what God wants to do, and and it becomes fun though, it really does because, yeah, like you don't have to do, you don't even have to, you don't even have to come up with any ingenuity, you don't have to think of anything or make it up, you You just get in tune with with Source, you get in tune with God, and He'll work everything out, and He'll plan everything, He'll send people forth, He'll line everything up. And yeah. your life becomes something out of a movie. Like, you, like people will think that they're on the Truman Show. Like, hold on, there's yeah. got to be cameras here. Somebody's filming yeah. this. I'm on a, I'm on a show. Like, they'll really think that it's being set up. But that's how the plan of God is. Once you get lined uh, with the flow of God,
4: mm-hmm. that's right.
3: Whew. So, um, talking about healing, right? i wanted to uh-huh. i wanted to talk to talk to you about this because this is something that is really um it's really deep because we're talking about healing and people are healing the past right mm-hmm. And yep. so we're able to sit down with people move into a place where we go and we speak healing to that past or we or or we deal with those traumas right mm-hmm. I think to really get into the esoteric breakdown of it, I think that we're transcending space and time because there is no space and time, correct? Exactly. Once we're going into the past and we're going there and we we heal that person of their past trauma. And yeah. it's like the scriptures say, as though it never even happened. <laughs> you go into the past and erase the past. I want you to talk That's a little right. bit about that.
0: Well, when you go back, uh, uh, one of my old teachers, a very dear old fellow, Dr. Milton Erickson, uh, he worked with a lady one time. I like telling the story because he worked with a lady one time that, you know, she was a very beautiful woman, and she was raised in kind of an unsightly area. And she never had one good experience with a male, ever. Uh, because of her beauty, of course, everyone did what they did, and so she had no experience whatsoever with the male that was any good whatsoever, and so guess you know, guess where she ended up on the she ended up on the street, mm-hmm. um, uh, but somebody brought her to him, and he he worked with her, and he became Uncle February. Now. He would take her into a relaxed state, into trance, and take her back in time. And he would come every February, and you know, he was the most decent man ever. He'd just buy her ice cream. He'd never, never, never tried to try anything on her. And he would just be a, a good man to her. And all up through time, he would come every February. He just planted that seed within her. Uh, that every February, he'd come, and that was a decent man. Now, when it gets to the present moment, she ended up seeing somebody out on the street and said, that's my husband. She had never done that before, and she went right for it, and she ended up marrying this man and living, you know, living a, a happy life. But that's how powerful it is to go back and change the past. Now, because she didn't have a good relationship with any man back there, when, when he went back there and became this decent Uncle February, uh, she had something else to draw on, which then changed her future, changed her present moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the energy, the energy of the past can hold us uh, into, in lower vibration in the present moment. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be long and arduous uh, we could go back in time and deal with these situations, change them, because they are your representations of the past. Right? Like we've all heard that you know, five people can be at the same car accident, and there's five different renditions of what happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the past is subjective to you; it's your experience, exactly. and so you have every right to change it if you wish. It's going to change your present moment vibration. And then, from that present moment vibration, that's what you're manifesting with uh then your manifestations change right is, is does that make uh is that oh funny? yeah
4: yeah
0: no
3: t- totally, totally, and so, what I wanted to touch on a little bit is the fact that that you help people get through this trauma, you help people deal with this stuff, but not only do you. Help them to deal with it themselves. You have courses and things designed for that. That you equip people to go out and help others as well.
4: Exactly. Tell us
3: a little bit about some of the different courses that you offer uh, people on your website as well.
0: Well, they can they can take the the Hartman approach. Uh, it's a different style of hypnotherapy, and it's dealing with um, these concepts and ideas that I came up with that are kind of quick, kind of, they are quick compared to most, in the sense that, you know, we deal with the inner child differently. Um, You know, we, we also uh, help with, you know, somebody that has, say, in a situation disempowered us, and to get that, get that power back, but yet turn it around, and actually heal the offender, right, in our mind. Um, All of these things, uh, that we we do is based on working through it quickly, so they don't have to spend a lot of time doing it and raising vibration quickly and freeing themselves
4: right from that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so I teach all of that to the stu- to to the students, to the interns. I have interns all over the world. Um, I've been at this since 1999, and uh, and so I have. You know, people that have taken the course all over, um, all over the world in different countries, and that learn the Heart Approach, and uh, it's a very res- respectful in the sense that the client is left with the power and the ability to do things, right? And it's not just you know they have to keep coming to me uh, to get change work done. All my my students, they can actually go through it and they learn and they and they expand from it and and, and are able to do it themselves. Yeah.
3: And all that is available at innerbalancehypnotherapy.com, correct?
0: That's right. Yeah, innerbalancehypnotherapy.com. And uh, I also have, uh, you know, you can go through different programs with me uh, as well. Uh, the one is Removing the Critic. Uh, another one is uh, Transforming Fear. Uh because fear itself is is nothing more than, than us. When you get down to it, what it is is that we actually project the fear out in front of us and then go through it. Uh, you can be afraid of fear itself, right? And this is what happens. is people have a panic attack or anxiety attack, and they're so afraid of it happening again that they start creating it out in front of them. they and the the principles of hypnosis are used so greatly on that because uh, it's called a post-hypnotic suggestion. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope the next time I walk into Walmart, I don't have an anxiety attack. Well, what did you see? <laughs> You've seen yourself having an anxiety attack in Walmart. And so yeah. when you showed up there, guess what happened?
3: Exactly.
0: You know? Exactly. Uh, so it's understanding the mind and how it works for people, and how, how communicating even with this greater part of it works.
1: Yeah.
3: And that's so. the whole thing with, like, you know, tuning yourself to walk with God. It's like instead mm-hmm. of doing that, then you change it. Okay, what do you want to happen? Do you, yes. So do you want to go in there, get your groceries and leave? Do you want to go in there and say, okay, show me someone who is hurting. I want to see someone who is hurting who needs me today. I want to see that. And guess what happens when you go in? Yeah. You attune yourself by thanking those thoughts, uh, speaking that over yourself, and it, uh, aligning with that frequency. And you go in there, and guess what? It happens. That's right. That's awesome. It's, it's, you know, it's it is. it's like, it's, you know, we we talk about the esoteric breakdown, and it's really deep stuff about it, but it really is very simple, you know? It really it is. is simple. It's for everybody, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and see, healing... Uh, healing is manifestation. Can you mm-hmm. see yourself in a in a in a in a state of relief, right? Mm-hmm. See, and and so then it becomes a manifestation, and then things start to shift. Right. Um. Again, you know, with people with uh, with pain inside, you know, I says, well, okay, look inside and describe to me what color the discomfort is, and they'll say their color. I never, ever ask, tell them what color, because this is subjective to themselves. And yeah. so what color is it? And they'll go, well, it's this color. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, what would be the color of relief? And they go, well, it's this color. And I says, do you allow the God within you to make a change? And they go, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I say, okay, yeah. just drain out, the, drain out the discomfort color as you're pouring in the other. And people will have instant change and i go now you know how to do that mm-hmm. yourself all you have to do is ask set it up and ask Right, and you yeah. can change your discomfort
4: yeah?
3: I've, I've i've actually been through something very similar with the um mm-hmm. which was called up it, it, it it's it's very similar where we go into the past and and mm-hmm. you know and, and um and and uh i guess uh deal with the wounds and the rejection and the hurts and things like that. And and we go into the past and they just, it's someone who just coaches you and helps you go in there and you see it for what it is, whether it makes sense or not, whether it seems legit, you deal with it. You just deal Mm -hmm. with it. And, um, and once you deal with something small, it may peel back something a little bit deeper and it's something a little bit deeper and you deal with that. You speak healing to it. And, um, I've, I've, I went through something very similar and it changed my life. It changed Mm -hmm. my life. And this is after being a spirit filled believer after, you know, uh, being in church and everything. Like I still had fits of rage. I still had these crazy, uh, um, abusive thoughts and things like that. And I had all of these things that I was still dealing with. And once I went through a program very similar to what you provide, Mm -hmm. um, it's one of the pivotal moments of my life, and I went I went through that back in um, 2001 before I got uh-huh. married, and um, and it was pivotal to my spiritual freedom and walking in deliverance. And so I suggest that everyone deal with that. And, and what's so crazy is like in the religious community, I've heard people make fun of that kind of stuff. Like I, I've yeah. I've been I've been in services where. Um, it'd be me and several other people who were a part of something like that and it totally revolutionized our lives and then the pastor will maybe get wind of it or or hear about some things like that going on in religious circles and begin to make fun of it and and they will laugh and mock and scoff at it with and they'll get the whole congregation to join them and it's like wow they'll tell you that um that is all you have to do is just come to Jesus and then everything is okay. Like everything's taken care of or whatever. But a lot of times I'm gonna tell you, like that's you know, some people want to do that. That that's the first step, you know. That you still have to deal with that baggage. You still have to deal with the critic. Like that critic doesn't go away because you start going to church or you answered an altar call or something like that.
2: No, that exactly.
3: that you know, that that totally is the first step or, or second mm-hmm. step for some people but you are now on that journey, and you have to deal with this stuff, and you have to address it. It is addressed, and you know and if you if you're with Christ, if you're with Jesus, you have a helper. He's going to help you deal with that, so you go into that situation with him
2: and, and you deal with
3: it, but you have to deal with this stuff. You can't just go acting like everything's fine and 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 so there's this there's this uh, understanding that goes out as far as like if I don't um acknowledge it then it's not real. Even though they're suffering from it, right? Even though they're suffering yep. from the critic, even though they're suffering from trauma and hurt and things like that, and they're treating other people a certain type of way because of the wounds that are still open, um they say as well, long takes, as they don't they don't acknowledge it it's not real. That's what they say.
4: Yeah.
0: If you take a look at you're talking about rage, right? Anger for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah.
4: hmm
0: Now you you weren't an adult at the moment of the rage.
4: Mm-hmm
0: you know, you were younger. And so it's just following it back really quickly. How young are you when you feel like this? And boom, you're there. And there you are mm-hmm. at whatever age, angry about something. Right. And it's about, it's about dealing with that. Like I found that, you know, some parts and some things, but what Freud said about the fact that these aspects of self are frozen in time because there, there's a trauma there. Um, frozen in time. And what happens with frozen aspects of ourselves in time is that they'll act out, you know, so you just have the right stimulus in front of you. And the next thing you know, boom, you're raging. Right? But it's yeah. to ask yourself how young do I feel? And I'll 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 share with people that you know how young do I feel? And as soon as you get an image of that that child, uh Scoop that child up from that aspect of the timeline and carry them someplace nice and give them a hug.
4: Mm-hmm. Listen
0: to them. Find out what's going on. And and you'll heal that so you don't have that external reaction. Yeah. Because it and
1: is I will, actually, say,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I will say this about it. What I've seen from what you teach and what you've shared with people, my interactions with Kelly, um, mm-hmm. being interviewed by her you know we we uh, basically go on her show once a month and it, it turned into where we were doing healing sessions for people open sessions and i seen her start to step out in some of the things that you taught her and someone who is um very new to a lot of this stuff which obviously Kelly's you know really advanced in some areas but as far as the hartman approach she's she was kind of new in some of it but she took those principles and and begin to walk those people through, and we begin to see manifestation. We we begin to see people being healed by going and addressing those wounds and things like that. And which mm-hmm. anyone can do this, and that's what's what's so mm-hmm. cool about it. Cause, and I heard, I know she's not even that far along in it, and she's already walking in it. And so that right there just showed me. You guys can watch the videos. They're archived on the websites where you could see Kelly do it. And off camera, I was asking her. She's like, yeah, this is the stuff that Dwayne taught me. And just to walk out in this. And everything that you just told me. Was mm-hmm. stuff that she was doing, and I tell you this, it worked, and people would just begin to, you know, be moved to tears and uh, and find healing in those areas, and it, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And this is something that we all can be a part of, that we all can apply to our lives and and walk it out. And um, and there's many people out there who are just looking for something to work, and they, so they're they're going to r- religious meetings, they're going to churches, they're going to they're getting into you know spirituality and Hinduism and all and looking for all this stuff, but like. It is about healing the healers. And once you find healing for yourself, you can become equipped to take the healing to the nations as well.
0: Yeah. Yes. And this this, this shift is a shift from external to internal. We can do people need to be coached and guided on how to do this in themselves and once they do it themselves then they can teach others to do it themselves you know and mm-hmm. it's not about an external thing that's going to do it because uh, i keep hearing this uh, tonight with with you, with your sharing is that is that it's it's an internal job really and and i've always been a person who feels that it's not my right to tell them okay the healing color is is green, okay, I ask them what color would be healing for them, and they tell me, you know, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: or or, uh, how would you go about doing this, do you think, and they would say, well, I need this and this, and so they end up, people, you had mentioned earlier, that people do know, and they do, they really Mm -hmm. do.
3: All right, we have uh, I think we do have a caller, and like I said, okay. I, just want, I want to let everybody know that the phone lines are open, and so the number is on the website, and it is on the social media. So we have someone who has been dying to speak with you, and I believe we have Becca in Missouri. Oh. Okay.
2: Hi, Becca, guys. how you doing? I'm good. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. It was like you're muted. I'm like, oh, hello. I'm nervous. Okay. I'm sorry. That caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I have a couple questions for you guys because I have been going through some stuff. But I want to start off by saying that you guys that inner balance hypnotherapy really works. I did a um the one a link that uh Dwayne sent me for the higher connecting to your higher self. I think mm-hmm. was all the people in the crystal City. I don't know. Are you, like right, waving yes. waving to me. I don't know. It was weird. I was like, finally, I got that, you know, that feeling of gratitude, and I was crying a little, and it was amazing. And that was just a few weeks ago. Oh, thank you. So, you're welcome. Everybody needs to go and, you know, look into that stuff. If you're having problems, I mean, it helps. Also, Derek's music will help you to um, call the positivity into your life, because a lot of the music that we listen to gets stuck in your head, and in turn, it creates negative, you know, negative things in your life because we're all creator beings and like buddha said all we are rises with our thoughts and with our thoughts we create the world take that literally because that is exactly what happens Mm -hmm. and everything you see is uh everybody else's and all the past people from the past all of their collective you know collective thoughts and we're already in heaven people just you know need to wake up and see it for themselves because we have indoor plumbing anyway but my question is, <laughs> I get going because I've been waiting to talk to you guys. But uh, I had some crazy stuff going on, and what is it about Walmart? That's what I want to know. Oh, man. I think it's because uh, everybody goes there, so, yeah, you know.
3: I, I say, I'll say this. I mean, Jesus said to go into the highways and the byways, and that simply means go to where the people are. You know right. that's that's where the people are. You know, it's that's something that everyone can do. Is just go to the marketplace, and so even you know even the that's sages right. and seekers, they would go into the marketplace and walk in manifestation and walk in miracles. So, or even like the internet as well is the highways and byways. This is where the people that's are. Right. We can we can literally disciple the nations through online social media. We're talking to people all over the globe i got we got people tuning in right now from all over the world and it's amazing
2: wow that's that's creepy, <laughs> it's <kind of> creepy.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway um my main my main question is that i actually uh i want to know who it was so uh, cuz i've went through a lot of stuff the past couple of years i worked with spirit they showed me how to um unbind my intestines because i was having problems you know going to the bathroom and things like that Anyway, but uh, my question is, so one night I was at Walmart. I was homeless, and I was waiting for one of the guys to work there to take me to my friend's house the next morning, and he worked on overnight. Now, I was sitting I was sitting outside on the bench with uh, one of the ladies that actually worked there, so she saw him, too. You know, I wasn't tripping or anything like that. And later on, I asked, and they told me I had this experience because, uh, you know, to – Anyway, hold on. I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. I do that when I get excited. But uh, So I'm sitting out there, and this guy that I know goes to walk into the store with some two chicks that I don't know who they are. And, you know, me being me, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything to him because I don't know. I think that's his new girlfriend, you know. I'm not going to be rude and be like, oh, hey, dude, what's up? You know, and then they're like, who's this chick or whatever. So he walks in the store. They go in. I didn't say anything to him. And I swear to God, not more than a minute later, the same guy, it was the same guy, went to go walking in with two different chicks. And I knew that the first one that went in was the real Matt, and the second one, I'm not sure what it was. But uh, he goes to walk in, and I couldn't help myself. I had to be like, so I was like, hey. He goes, oh, I don't know you. And then he went to walk in, and then he comes back out and comes over to me. And, you know, the lady's still sitting there. Anyway, so... uh. I was like, oh, you know, so how are your um, kids? And then I remembered that he had twins, and I was having a weird dream about twins. I was like, oh, you know, the twin thing, whatever. Anyway, so I talked to him for a second. He was like, okay, well, are you going to be out here for a minute? I'll talk to you when I come back out. I said, okay. So he went back in the store with the first one in the store at the same time. And then he never came back out. And when all this was going on, after he walked in, the second one walked in, this guy that I had seen creeping around Walmart came walking out and was looking at me. And I knew that he knew what was going on. So all I was saying in my head was like, WTF. Like, and I was laughing because it was crazy. And I knew I wasn't tripping because I know I'm not, you know, crazy, just special. Anyway, and that guy I had been seeing walked out. So I knew that he had something to do with it. And then the first one came back out. And I was like, hey, Matt, come over here. And he came over. And, you know, I was talking to him about music and maybe writing some songs together. And he was like, okay, look me up on Facebook, da 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 and he left. Well, after that, I went back in the store looking for the other one, and I never saw him. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, if, like, if that was, like, a doppelganger or if it was, like, the aliens or a shapeshifter. And maybe if it was a shapeshifter, was it the guy that came out after him? Can
0: you- maybe you're seeing two different. Two different dimensions at the same time. Uh, they say that in front of us is not just one timeline, but multiple, and we get to choose in the given moment that we're in which timeline we're going to take. And so maybe what you were seeing was was two timelines at the same time. I, almost
4: like
3: a matrix, like you know, like yeah. a like a glitch, like you. You know, able to see behind the veil a little bit when there's like a, I think that's kind of what what like um, synchronicities are as well. When you're able to see, because mm-hmm. this stuff does it. You know, it really doesn't make sense. Like like when you when you say a phrase, and as soon as you say it, it's on the radio or on the TV, the same phrase that you say. Or, um, you know, the possibilities are endless with that. But
4: mm-hmm.
3: what 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 have you seen? As far as synchronicities go, because I know there's a lot of talk about it. I mean, um, I I think in simplistic terms, I've seen it as far as the universe just letting you know that, hey, you're on the right path. I'm guiding you. Watch this. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, that versus because we always want to say, you know, pay attention to the information that comes through. And sometimes it, it doesn't seem to mean anything, so I do see it as the, the universe dropping, you know, breadcrumbs and things for you, letting you know you're on the right path. What do you have to say about those different synchronicities that we're following?
4: Well, the thing is, is
0: that uh, uh, there was a there was an exercise my own teacher had us do. The the, the 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 exercise was is. You are not to ask a question for a week to anyone about anything. You are always supposed to just go inside and say, I desire to know. So if you really want to test this out as far as synchronicities and about the universe talking to you and sharing with you, you're going to see it with that exercise. Because all of a sudden, what happens is, is that, that you ask the question and even the price of shoes, right? You ask the question and somebody over there says, hey, what are the price of these shoes? Yeah. And you and you go, thank you, right?
4: Mm-hmm. And always
0: thank, you know. Um, and then, you know, you, you, may, you may ask another question. I wonder what uh, temperature it's going to be tomorrow. So instead of looking it up and whatever, uh, all of a sudden somebody says, hey, did you hear it's going to be, you know, it just starts showing up like that,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and that's really cool to be in because it's it's like you ask the question inside, and the answer comes from the outside,
4: right? Yeah,
1: yeah. the
3: weird, you know, the
0: weird thing about it is
3: it's, it's almost like a personal thing between you and God, though. It like, is you, because a lot of times if you go tell your story to someone else, it doesn't mean anything; it's not significant to them. But mm-hmm. to you, it's like, oh my God, did this just happen? You know, mm-hmm. I'm re- I rem- remember one time when it first started happening, I was, um, I was at work and, um, uh, it was really early, but I was really hot. We'd been working, uh, working hard. And the only water that we had there was, um, this water fountain. And I remember people drinking out of that water fountain and I put some water in a bottle and, um. And when I looked at the water, the water was like white. It looked like it had like a milky color to it and people were drinking it and I was into looking into the, all the, you know, the chemicals that are in the water and not wanting to drink it and stuff. And so at this time I was so thirsty like I needed something to drink. I was like almost dehydrated. I was like, "You know what? I'm going to just suck it up and I'm going to go drink that water." And I walked over there to the um to the water fountain and I bent down to um uh, to, to take a sip and there was a song on the radio and just as i bent down there's a song by silver chair and uh and the and it said the water out of the tap is very hard to drink very hard to drink and i heard that and it's like i'm not gonna drink this no
4: <laughs>
3: so it's like everything just lining up it's like yeah. using the small minute things and that doesn't mean anything to anybody else but to me it's like a slap in yeah. the face
0: it's a touchstone. Um, yeah, it's something that's yeah. It's something there that was a grow. guy.
3: There was a guy who was was thinking about calling me. Right, he wanted he wanted to reach out to me. Um, he had been watching some of my videos online, and I, he contacted me on Facebook. I gave him my number. I said, you know, hit me up if you want. We we could chop it up, in the spirit. And um, I'm in Alabama. He was in Louisiana. I have family over there, and. He, I guess he's on Facebook on his phone while he's driving. He's texting me. He said into himself that he wasn't going to contact me because he's he was pretty pretty religious, right? So there were some things that I may refer to that catches religious people off guard, and it's like, oh, I got to stay away from that. But he's looking at his phone. He wants to call. He wants to talk to me, and he's wrestling within himself. He's texting me. He puts his phone down. He looks up, and there's a there's a a true seeker bumper sticker on back of the car, in front of him, all the way in Louisiana. And it yeah. says Seek Truth, and it's got com and all my information on it. So he's right. like, okay, I'm going to call him. I'm going to give him a call. So, you know, little things like that. And then he called me. We, we chopped it up. We met in person. You know, all kind of stuff happened. But it's about following those signs, you know. Yeah. like What would have happened if he, if he wouldn't have did that? We would have never met. We wouldn't have, you know, we... You know, exactly. I don't know. I just follow the signs, and and that's why I'm here today. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 amazing. Uh, there's lots of there's there's lots of uh, prompting that you know I I've, I've come to the point where it's such a new normal to me now that I it's hard for me to pick it out. But I'm doing everything from from you know synchronicities to this shows up, that shows up, you know, you know, and, and you follow it and you go here. I mean, the fact that I'm, uh, I'm even on, on tour with Kelly, uh, was because of a yeah. friend of mine who said, you know, Dwayne, you should really, uh, uh, have Kelly interview you. Uh, maybe yeah. she did interview you. And, yeah. it's, and my first reaction was no. I was thinking no, probably no. And then, uh, then, then it was like, yeah, you know, something hit me. And it was like, yeah, okay. And so I sent an email to her and then boom, here we are doing this. Yeah. And it, it just fell into place, right?
3: Yeah. Something's up, man. Something's totally yeah. up because it was a, kind of the same way for me. I was doing my little interviews and stuff with her and she mentioned, um, you know, me maybe doing healing sessions for people and, and trying yeah. it. And and I actually flow in the gifting of, of, of healing and things, but... It's always been on a one-on-one basis where people are present. I could put my hands on somebody or be around them. And so the distance thing was kind of weird for me to even think about, but it was within me. like It was something that I had been wanting. It was something that spirit spoke to me that I wanted to do. And, um, and, and Kelly's like, you know, why don't you try it? And I was like, ah, I would like to, but I was just so nervous. And and it was that critic, you know, you can't do that. You know, the person has to be next to you to heal them. You know that, you know, Mm -hmm. those type of things. So she's like, well, let's just try it, you know, try it here. I have some pain in my body, uh, in my neck and I want you to, you know, see if we can do it via chat and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So we was on, we was on video chat. And um I so, said, so okay and I'm I'm I moved in it and began to do it and she she felt the power hit her and she felt the tingling sensation and, and felt better. And so she encouraged mm-hmm. me in that area. And then so now it's something that I've been doing a lot lately and then so Good. I've been helping a lot of people and, and, and moving forward and moving forward and it's just evolving and it's something that being involved with Kelly, it happened. And if and so yeah. that's the thing it's, it's, it's actually a, a a supernatural gifting for someone to be a seer as far as you look at someone and you see the potential in them and you have the ability to pull it out of them. That's mm-hmm. a supernatural gifting that you can yeah. see someone and know the encouraging words to say to them. It, it's only a couple of people that's, that's helped me uh, get to the spot where I am now. Kelly's one of them.
1: Kelly's yeah. one of
3: them, yeah, I, you know, I have another one, my buddy Drew, um, my buddy Corey's an awesome, awesome buddy who's helped me as well, and so a couple people that's like, just encouraged me to like, you know what, it doesn't matter if you want it, do it, make it happen, you can create it, and then I believed them, you know, and yep. it's, it, it's weird, it's mm-hmm. like it's because it's because we're looking for someone to align our thoughts with, and we want someone to, to to give us permission. So I'm just going around giving people permission to follow their That's dreams.
0: Really, you know? I, I It's exactly what starts to happen. Right? <laughs> and people say, I want a healing, and, and really all it is is that you give them permission to go ahead and heal themselves. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, I because, like that.
3: Because deep within, there is that little child, that that innocence of that child, and I've I've went deep into the spirit realm and i've used i've used psychedelics and things like that and i've 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 done my study and everyone it all comes out the same thing like the spirit is saying the same thing return to your innocence, return yeah. back to the place that you started, get rid of all of this junk, get healed uh, and enjoy the now moment for the now moment it's all that you have get turn off autopilot turn it off. Enjoy your breath, focus on your, your breathing, and manifest your dreams in reality. And this yes. is what the angels are saying. This is what God is saying. This is what Jesus is saying. Jesus mm-hmm. said, be anxious for nothing, but enjoy everything now. Be anxious mm-hmm. for nothing. But, because when you're anxious, when, you, when you're projecting your thoughts outside of yourself, yes whether it's an event or something that you have coming up in your life it can it can easily be with you going on tour i can't wait for this next tour and your mind is always on that next event and never on the reality to stop and and and, and put your feet on the grass to stop and, mm-hmm. and 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 gaze at the stars or gaze at the clouds and 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 just mm-hmm. the the small things that brings your awareness Back to the now moment, and so yeah. that's our gifting as healers, and that's what we all are called to do is to is to shift the focusness, uh, th- the focus to return to the innocence, um, and, it, and to get back to the point that innocence is within every person,
4: and mm-hmm. we're to
3: to pull that back out of them and. Yep. And restore that to them. And what the what the Bible calls it, it says, "Restore unto them the joy of their salvation." You know, return to yeah. them that joy. Um, that's, the, that's the greatest thing you could do for anybody.
0: Yeah, no. And that and that joy is that connection they have to source. That connection they have to God. Mm-hmm.
4: It's.
0: It is not a long journey, she said. How long is it, I said. As long as you make it, was her response. <laughs> you can wander in the woods, coming back to the path, or you can stay on the path and go straight there. It's all up to you. So as long as you some, make- get, some, got, some get lost in the woods, and you have to call their name to bring them back to their path. What is the path, I said? She replied, The path is you. It is your true nature. You and all have it inside. It is time, my old friend. Do what you
1: came here to do. Call their names. As long as you make it.
4: Mm-hmm. and
3: that's yes. the goal that's the goal is to is to help people make it and um, it's that fear w- what did it say fear is a false evidence appearing real
4: yeah exactly yeah
0: and that's what you do in truth Seeker. you're calling their names and they can come out of the woods because they're lost right you know you come forth
3: yeah, yeah, that is totally and, what we're doing.
0: And know who, know themselves. That's it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: They get to know themselves. And it's a wonderful work.
4: Yeah.
3: Because in knowing themselves, they're getting to know God, mm-hmm. which they're created in the very image and likeness of. Uh, and it's yes. so crazy. People, like, it's so weird because... A lot of religious circles will, they, they, you know, they teach that you're this sinful person. Like, they, they they try to tie you and that critic together or you and the yeah. devil together. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are one in the same nature, you know. But, you know, that's not the case. But that's what they, that's what they try to tell you. And yeah. um, pe- people begin to believe that and people begin <clears throat> to confess that. And so when we say know thyself, they say, whoa, 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 I don't want to. I'm demonic. I have negative things in me. I, I, I'm this. I don't want to know myself. I want to know God. But it's part of one and the same. We're created in the very image and likeness. And so everything that you're dealing with, everything you've wrestled with, it's an expression of God. Like mm-hmm. it is all part of the plan. It's an expression. It's all good. E- even the bad stuff. That's what people got to understand. Even the bad stuff. The stuff that we don't like about ourselves. It's necessary for us to pass through that stuff, but we have to pass through it. We don't just stop there and get beat up and and we'll be like the Israelites where they spent years in the desert, which is something that would have took them less than just a couple of days to walk through. It took them years of going over and over and, and, and being beat up by the same trials and situations for years and years and years. So do it now don't hesitate whatever you know you got to do just do it cuz it it shouldn't be something that you have to come to me or Dwayne for to you know to want to know like most of us already know what it is we got to do yes. um and just do it and well, you know if you know you need to put the cigarettes down if you know you need to put the drugs down the alcohol down um the resentment down the bitterness if you know you need to forgive someone but you're just holding on to it just do it do what you you know deep down what you have to do um, instead of waiting for someone to, to tell you. So if you're wanting permission, you know, you have my permission to do it. You have my per, my permission to thrive. And you take that permission and you run with it.
0: Same here. <laughs> Same here, man. Um, so... So again, this permission um, and the fact that we think we need that permission and it's nice to have that permission but really that's all that is, is you're you you're needing someone to give you permission. you can go inside and hear the loving voice that gives you permission, you have permission, do it. You know, it's just like a tree seeker says. Um, that's what needs to happen, hear it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And go
0: do your passion, what you came here to do.
4: Yeah.
3: Because you came here
0: to change the vibration.
3: Yeah. You're not going to do it until you get desperate for you. I'm not going to coax you into it. I'm not going to convince you into it. You have to get desperate. And so Mm -hmm. that rock bottom is prepared for some people to hit. Like we're supposed to hit that because Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a place that you don't want to go to again. It's supposed to be a place where you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And once you hit that place, then we can work. Now yeah. we can talk because you've been there. You know what the pit of hell looks like. And so mm-hmm. once you hit that place, then you'll be, you know, w- you know, wanting to to deal with the things that you've been suppressing with the drugs, with the alcohol, with the resentment, and all that. And once yeah. you deal with that, it starts. But you have to get to that place where you become desperate. And what they say, uh, what is it, uh, Desperate situations call for uh, desperate measures. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It's all all I've seen. It's the, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. what is it? Um, mediocrity is the killer. It's yeah. what it's what um, hinders you from walking in your calling um, because yeah. we get comfortable. Like I, it, autopilot is autopilot. It's, like, it's almost like default. Mm-hmm. We've been trained to go and, and just on cruise control and just and move on default. We've been trained and, that
0: way. And what happens is that's what I'm talking about. That default. That default is when you move into the soul and you just let the past pain recreate mm-hmm. for you in manifestation. And that's why people have, you know, this experience of Groundhog Day, where it's the same day every day. Yeah. Same vibration it's because they go into that neutral zone, and then they just let their own soul, their own soul, recreate the day. Mm-hmm. And then what does it have to create it It only has what you've <laughs> experienced. Right?
3: Exactly.
4: Yeah.
0: Exactly. So,
3: if anything else, if 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 nothing else, we just wanted to tell everybody that there is an alternate path that you can. Uh, mm-hmm. You know pull. you know you can pull the brakes on it and you can stop it and you can uh, awaken from the matrix like it is possible um, it's not easy but it is possible and you have help. and so with that being said, um, that really sums up everything that we've, we've we've been talking about that it is possible you have help and you can do it so um, I want to give out your website too so that if anybody, wanted to inquire about a one-on-one session with you because I've heard phenomenal things about the work that you offer. So if anybody wanted to inquire about your one-on-one sessions, uh, give us your website one more time, Dwayne, and let us know the different things that you offer on the site.
1: It's
0: www.innerbalancehypnotherapy.com. And I really work in the avenue of releasing fear and moving into your highest spiritual connection. Really, that's what I'm doing. And that's that, uh, whether it's it's releasing the critic, whether it's, uh, you know, dealing with past traumas, uh, whatever would lower your vibration in the present moment, we take care of that so that you can resonate quick higher in the present moment. And then from there, of course, we look into the future and make sure that that's nice and appealing to you, right, and, and helping with that. So moving from moving from any point B or any point A to point B that you want to go mm-hmm. is what, what I help with. And there's the hypnotherapy training uh, that I offer. There's also uh, the removing the critic, uh, releasing fear programs right, that I offer. Personal sessions are like, uh, you come to me and just tell me what it is that you would like to work on too. Yeah. But I'm open to that. Yeah.
4: It so works people.
0: For, yeah. yeah. I worked on everything in my life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: So with that being said, just do it. Like we we're saying, just do it. You have our permission, do it. And, uh. That's going to end the podcast. Thanks so much for coming on, Dwayne. I appreciate you so Thank much you. and I am in love with the work that you're doing and um and I'm seeing ripples everywhere. And we're you know, we're we're moving through the same circles and and you know, we're bumping shoulders with the same people and it's it's beautiful. So thanks so much Thank for coming you. on the show and thanks for everything that you're doing, brother, as far as awakening the nations to to healing and returning to their innocence, man. It's 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 a beautiful work. It is the great work, definitely.
0: YouTube. And I'd like to see you, know, you on one of our tours on one of our shows. Eh? Oh, we're going to sure. make it happen. We're definitely yeah, yeah. going to make it happen. I will be okay. there. Alright, my okay. brother. Thanks so
3: much for coming on. You guys go check out Dwayne. He's on social media. He's on Facebook, Dwayne Hartman. Check him out. He's on my friends list. I love each and every one of you guys, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow morning. We're doing a healing session, but every Monday night, we're going to be doing the podcast. So With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom. And everyone who wants to stick around for the post-podcast chat, you guys can call in and it won't be um, archived. This will be off the record. For anybody wanting to call in and just say what's up, say hello, let us know what you thought about the show, uh, you can go ahead and do that. So, other than that, next week, we'll say shalom. Peace.
1: Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty.